Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. God is good all the time, and we see the goodness of God every Sunday in our services at Awakening House of Prayer. Listen, we have churches, houses of prayers, and prayer hubs all over the world, but I'm in South Florida, and if you're in South Florida, I would like to see you in my own city. Come over to Awakening House of Prayer. We have uh, corporate prayer on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Friday nights at 7 p.m., we have healing rooms, prophecy rooms. But our church services on Sunday, there are two of them, two different worship teams, two different styles, two different messages, two different encounters. First service is more of a practical equipping service, everyday life. Let's drill down. Let's, let me disciple you. Second service is an empowerment service, deeper things of God. And we need both. We've got to have both. I have both in my life. You need both in yours. That's why so many people stay for both services come on over to awakening house of prayer in fort lauderdale florida amen if you can't watch in person if you can't join me live why don't you join online we're revamping our online campus to make things more community oriented just for you making big investments trying to build that community with you so go check it out we're revamping now maybe by the time you've heard this uh replay we will be done but I'm all about community and we're in a digital age. So go check it out, ahop.online, www.ahop.online and stay tuned for the new things we're doing over there. Amen. Prayer hubs, all my prayer hub leaders, shout out, shout out and share. God is good and he's birthed a prayer movement that is spanning the nations of the earth, over 20 nations, awakeningprayerhubs.com. I'm looking for prayer warriors to raise up as intercessors, and I'm looking for intercessors who want to join prayer groups in your cities to influence the atmosphere, to shift the current realities, to see souls saved. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Go find a hub in your city and join it, or go launch a hub. I want to raise you up as leaders. We're doing all sorts of stuff in the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement. I'm actively hands-on with you. 
as a prayer movement leader. I want to teach you, I want to train you. Go over there, awakeningprayerhubs.com. God is good. Ignite Network. Where's my Ignite Network peeps? My Ignite Network family, ignitenow.org. Ignitenow.org. Wow. No judgment, no Jezebels. A safe place to learn and grow. True community. It's my prophetic family. It can be yours too. Go check that out at ignitenow.org. Now, without further ado, we're going to tap in today to victory decrees. And I can feel a disturbance in the spirit. So intercessors out there, you pray for me as I pray for you, okay? Because the enemy is not going to disturb our victory today. Amen. He can't do it. Today's devotion is titled, Use Thanksgiving as a Weapon. Use Thanksgiving as a Weapon. And here's what I heard the Lord say. The enemy will tempt you to complain about the territorial warfare for my will. But I'm calling you to maintain and take new ground for my kingdom, says the Lord. The enemy will lure you into self-pity, mumbling, groaning, and looking back at what you see as a better life. But I have given you thanksgiving as a weapon to plow through the enemy's tactics that tempt you to question me, accuse me, and leave me out of the battle plan, says God. Use thanksgiving as a weapon to cut through the enemy's doubt. Your words have power, says the Lord. Let me just repeat that. Your words have power, says the Lord. Psalm 107 verse 1, Psalm 100 verse 4, Psalm 50 verse 14 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree, Father, remind me to give you thanks in the midst of the battle, even when defeat appears to be my portion. Stir me to thank you for the victory in advance. I decree lying tongues that tempt to accuse God that tempt me to accuse God, are cut off. I declare my God is faithful to bring me into the promises he swore in his word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise today. We honor you. We honor you, God. We give you honor, not just from our lips, but from our heart. God, we are deeply, deeply appreciative of your spirit. We're deeply deeply appreciative of your gospel that has the power to save. We're deeply appreciative of your love. God, we are so, we are, we're going to use this Thanksgiving as a weapon today. Come on. We are so, we're so thankful. God, we know everything's not perfect in our life. And sometimes it's because we made dumb decisions and we didn't discern the falsities around us, but God, you are still good. Our mistakes don't change who you are. <laughs> our mistakes don't change your sovereignty. Our mistakes, our missteps, our self-pity <laughs> doesn't change who you are. You are still the God Almighty, Elohim, Creator God. You are still the glorious warrior God. Our attitudes, our bad attitudes don't change who you are. <laughs> our perspectives don't change who you are. 
our missteps don't change. And we're so grateful. We're so grateful, God, that you are not double-minded, that you are not a shifting, shadowy God, that you are not a God who's up and down like a roller coaster, that you are not like us, that your thoughts are above our thoughts and your ways are above our ways. We're so grateful that you are stable. We're so grateful, God, that you are steady. We're so grateful, God, that we can depend on you to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. We don't have to wonder what you're going to do. We just know you're going to do something. We don't have to know what it is. We don't have to wonder if you will. We know that you will move on our behalf. We know that you will move at the sound of our cry. When we cry out for deliverance, you are going to rescue us out of the miry clay. When we cry out for healing, you are going to pour out the balm of Gilead over our souls. When we cry out to you, you are attentive to our needs and we are thankful for that we are grateful God we are grateful for your generous spirit we are grateful for your providence we are grateful that you somehow figure out a way I don't know how you do it but you order our steps somehow I don't know how you do it God but you are so smart <laughs> that you work everything out for our good even when we fail miserably, somehow you make it work out in the end. You find a way to get something good out of it. You make lemonade out of lemons. You bring glory to the kingdom through our worst trials and tribulations. Father, we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful for who you are. There is no other God like you. No other God who cares. I mean, you care. You really care. We know that you care. And if we've ever had the thought in our minds that you don't care, God, help us to banish that thought from our minds. Help us to banish it. You care deeply. You watch over us carefully. You watch over us affectionately. You care. Listen, whatever you're going through right now, God cares. You might not feel like anybody else cares, but God cares. You might look around you and nobody's with you. Nobody's praying for you. Nobody called to check on you. But guess what? God knows your state. God knows your frame. God knows your situation. God knows what to do to bring you out of this place of despair and into a place of victory. Father, we're so thankful for you. We're so grateful for you because you do care. You have not just a love for us, but you like us. You want to be in our presence. You want to make the crooked places straight. You want to make the wrong things right. You want to bring vengeance. You want to bring justice. You want to bring into our lives good things. And we're thankful. We're grateful. You want to bring good things. And we're, we're so thankful. I wish somebody would just thank him. I wish somebody would just begin to thank him. I wish somebody would just begin to glorify his name. I wish somebody just begin to understand how good he is. I wish that we could just get it a little more today. God, would you help us? Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. I just had a flash and it seems as if 
the enemy has come to steal the joy of so many people on this broadcast and you're still lying down listening to me instead of up walking and pacing and thanking and praising and lifting up your arms. I understand that. I understand what it feels like to not want to get out of bed. I understand what it feels like to just want to give up. I understand what it feels like to just say, what's the use? What's the point? Nothing changes. I understand what that feels like. And guess what? So does Jesus. He understands what it feels like to have pressure mounting upon his soul to the point that he sweats blood. He understands the pressures. He understands the betrayals. He understands the disappointments. He understands. And I'm telling you by the spirit of God, if you will get up, <laughs> come on, that's the first step. Get up, get up. Some of you, listen, some of you are laying there waiting for God to heal you emotionally. Some of you are laying there waiting for God to advance your career. Some of you are laying there waiting for God to do something. And sometimes he will do something while you're laying there. Sometimes he will encounter you while you're laying there. Pitiful, discouraged, depressed. But I'm telling you today, the strategy for today is you need to get up. You need to get up and thank him as if everything in your life was exactly the way that you ever hoped it could possibly be. You need to get up and begin to praise the living God who has the power to change your circumstances. You need to get up from wherever you are. And you might not be laying down physically, but some of you are laying down symbolically. Some of you are laying down in the sense of you're walking around, but on the inside, you're laying down. On the inside, you've given up. On the inside, you're skewed. You're, you're bitter. On the inside, your perspective is negative. And I'm here to tell you today that if you will get up now, some of you, wherever you are, you literally need to stand up. And you will begin to thank him and praise him. Then your whole mindset will begin to shift from a negativity to a positivity. If you will get up and begin to praise him with me, we're going to jump into this just in, in about 10 seconds. If you will get up and begin to move your body, don't let the rocks cry out for you. Begin to lift up your hands and lift up your head. If you will begin to do a war march, just do something, start to move, change the way you think it starts with Thanksgiving. Can we do this? There's so much interference on this broadcast and that's okay because we're pressing through it. I just feel like the spirit of malaise and just, but father, we thank you. Come on. Let's just do this for the next minute. Let's just do this for the next minute. Let's just do this for the, can you just do this? Can you just get up? Father, we thank you. We praise you. You are, our God. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image. And God, we are in your presence even now. We may not feel your presence, but you are everywhere. There is nowhere that we can go or you would not be. David said, if I went down to the depths of hell, you'd be right there. You know our uprising. You know our lying down at night. You are with us all the time. And therefore, we can choose to rejoice. We can choose to thank you. We can choose this heart attitude because you are with us. 
The Bible says in his presence, there is fullness of joy and we are in his presence. So we should be able to tap into the joy of the Lord, the wellspring of life that is in us. And that is what we choose to do. We say today that we are winners. We say today that we are victorious. We say today that we are the head and not the tail. We say today that we are champions in Christ. We say today that nothing shall by any means harm us. We say today that our marriages are restored and not just restored, but our marriages are thriving. We say today that our children are thriving. Come on. I don't want to just be alive. I want to thrive. Come on. Who wants to thrive with me? We say today that our finances are not just healthy, they're thriving. I say today that everything we put our hands to, it prospers in the name of Jesus. I say today that our soul is prospering because we're thanking the one true God, because we're pressing in to the presence where there's fullness of everything we need all the time. No lack, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing broken. I decree in Jesus name that we're walking in the fullness of the presence of God we're walking in the fullness of the prosperity of God we're walking in the fullness of the healing power of God we're walking in the fullness of the deliverance of God we're walking we're walking we're walking we're not lying down anymore we're not sitting down in a corner sucking our thumbs and feeling sorry for ourselves but we are walking we are walking we are walking we are walking and we're gaining momentum we're walking we're walking we're come on we're speed walking now we're walking we are walking in the light of God and we will not stumble I decree we are walking in the light of God and we will not stumble and even if we walk through the shadow of the valley of death we will fear no evil because God is with us oh Emmanuel God is with come on we're walking we're walking we're walking in the spirit. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking in discernment. We're walking. We're walking. We're not sitting down anymore, watching life go by. We're not in the bed with the covers over our head, binge watching some filth on Netflix. We are walking in the power. We are walking in the presence. We are walking with an attitude of gratitude. So, Father, we're thankful that you're able to make us walk. We don't have to sit and watch the world pass us by we don't have to sit and watch our dreams fade away but we can walk we can walk we can walk I said we're gonna walk we're gonna walk and then we're gonna run father we thank you we're gonna run we're gonna run with the horses we're gonna run we're gonna run with the horses we're gonna run towards your will with a heart of thanksgiving we're gonna run towards your purpose for our life with a heart of gratitude we're gonna run toward our destiny with an expectation a heart of expectation that is going to hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Oh, imagine the joy of that moment. Imagine the joy that's going to come into your life, Jesus said, enter into the joy of the Lord. We're going to walk in the joy of the Lord. We don't have to wait until heaven to enter into the joy of the Lord. We don't have to wait till we get into the sweet by and by to walk into the joy of the Lord. We don't have to wait until eternity to walk into the joy of the Lord. We're going to walk in it now. 
We're going to walk in peace. Come on, we're walking in peace. We're thankful, God, that you gave us your peace to walk in. We thank, we thank you, God, that you gave us your joy to walk in. We thank you, God, that you gave us courage to walk in. We thank you, God, that you gave us grace to walk in. Come on, we're walking. Who's walking with me? How can two walk together unless they're agreed? We're walking. We're walking. We're not crawling anymore. We're not just shimmying through life, hoping to get by. We are above. We are the head. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus even now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We're going to set our mind on things above and not on the things of this world. We're not going to be shifted and moved and taunted and and, 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 and overcome by uh, news media headlines or doctors doctor's reports or economic woes. We are walking above all of that. Come on. We're walking in a higher realm. Come on. We're walking in a different plane. Come on. We're walking in a different economy. Come on. We're walking in a different ecosystem. Come on. We're walking in a different... We're walking in different realms. That's where we're walking. Come on. We're not walking in those low places anymore. We're walking in the high places. We're not walking the way the world walks. We're not thinking the way the world thinks. We're not moving the way the world moves. We are walking in the spirit. We choose this day, God, to walk in the spirit. We choose this day, God, to walk in the spirit. That means we're walking in love. We're walking in joy. We're walking in peace. We're walking in long suffering. We're walking, but we're going to walk. And if we don't feel like we can walk, we're going to walk anyway, because you're able to make us walk. You're not just able to make us stand. You're able to make us walk. And we're going to remember the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And we're going to remember what we have to thank you for, because eternity is a long time. We're going to remember the promises of God that are yes and amen. We're going to remember when the enemy wants to remind us of our sin, when the enemy wants to remind us of our failure, when the enemy wants to remind us how long we've been waiting for the promise of God. We're not going to listen to that voice. We're going to remember what God said. And we're going to keep on walking toward the promise. We're going to remember what God said. We're going to keep walking toward the healing. We're going to remember what God said. The Holy Spirit is going to remind us because he says he'll put us in remembrance of his word. And we're going to walk into that deliverance. We're going to walk into the destiny, the purpose, the plans of God for our life. He's going to order our steps as we thank him. He's going to order our steps as we press into the promises. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Come on, won't he do it? Won't he do it? He sure will, because he's a good God. And I want to share with you the key to standing in adversity. That's one of them. But God showed me something else, and these two are connected. Listen, this is going to challenge you. Some of you might not like it. Some of you might get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Get mad with the devil. I said, don't get mad with me. Get mad at the devil. Get mad at the devil. Get mad at the devil. Don't get mad at me. I told you I've been reading from Isaiah. Isaiah 7, verse 9. The Bible gives it. I, I, I know I've read this before. <laughs> I know I've read this before, but I saw it in a way when I read it the other day. I was like, whoa, listen, this is like a master key. Listen, Isaiah 7, 9, the last part of that verse, it says this. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. My, 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 my. Does that offend you? See, the Bible says that God is able to make us stand. You know, the substance he uses to glue our feet to the ground, 
to make us immovable in the face of opposition? Faith. How is God able to make us stand? Through our faith. Faith is the substance of things not seen, the evidence of things hoped for. God is able to make us stand, but he works that strength in us to stand in the face of adversity through our faith. The Bible says right here, I didn't make it up. Don't get mad at me. Take it up with God. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. My God, unless your faith is firm, God says, I cannot make you stand firm. That's the New Living Translation. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. Everything about the kingdom is based on faith. If you are not firm in faith, you will not be firm at all. You can have a six pack and big old biceps. But if you are not firm in faith, you cannot stand against the enemy. Your physical strength is not going to do it. If you do not stand firm in your faith, then you will not stand firm at all. New King James says, if you do not believe, surely you shall not be established. My God, my God, my God. The Good News Translation says, if your faith is not enduring, you will not endure. Wonder why sometimes you don't have endurance? It's because your faith slipped. The enemy launched those fiery darts and maybe just maybe we didn't lift up our shield of faith fast enough and one of those darts penetrated our heart if your faith is not enduring you will not endure if all of you don't keep on believing you'll never remain loyal Ooh. if your faith does not remain firm then you will not remain secure i'm reading you different translations are you getting the picture if you don't remain faithful you won't remain standing if you do not believe, you will not continue. This is why people fall away from the faith. And the message version says, if you don't take your stand in faith, you won't have a leg to stand on. So Father, today, help us. Help our unbelief. Because I know ourselves, God. I know us. And some areas of our life, we're very strong in faith. And in other areas, we're not so strong. Because faith isn't really across the board. Lord, some of those people listening to the sound of my voice have great faith for finances, but they don't have any faith that their marriage will survive. Help us to stand in faith. God, I know that some of the people who are listening to the sound of my voice, they have great faith for healing, but they don't have any faith that their prodigal will come home because it's been so, so, so long and their faith is growing weak and victory seems lost. God, I'm asking you to help our unbelief in the areas of our weakness so that we can endure to the end so that we will see the glory of God manifest in our life. Would you help us, God? Help us, God. Help us to shore ourselves up in faith by reading your word, renewing our mind, understanding your will and standing on it, even though everything around us looks crazy. Some of you who can believe for business growth, it's easy for you, but you don't have any friends at all because you don't have any faith for relational issues. You just had too many bad friendships, too many bad betrayals, too many bad encounters with people. And so you're a workaholic and you are very successful in your career, your business, but you don't have anybody who's a friend. Let me tell you something. You can start with Jesus, the friend who sticks closer than a brother. And let him rebuild your faith in relationships. See, 
Our faith does not work the same across the board. We can have strong faith in one area and weak faith in another. And so the enemy will attack us in the areas of our weakness. The enemy may attack you in the areas of your strength, but he's more likely, listen to me, He's more likely to attack you in the area of your weakness. Why? Because he's more likely to succeed there. And he watches you. He watches you to see where your weaknesses are. And that's where he's going to target you. If you don't stand firm in your faith, you will not stand firm at all. So we have to, Lord, show us those areas. And we probably will know if we sat down and thought about it, we would probably see very quickly, even without the help of the Holy Spirit, where our faith is not as strong. But Lord, if we're blind, if we've got a blind spot, would you show us? Would you show us? Oh, I see that, Lord. You know why many of you have a blind spot? You know, you know why many of you get blindsided? Because you've got a blind spot. You get blindsided because you have a blind spot. Somebody needs to write that down and send it to me. You get blindsided because you have a blind spot. Lord, show us our blind spots. Can you see it? You wouldn't get blindsided by the enemy if you didn't have a blind spot, if you didn't have a weakness in your faith, a crack in your armor somewhere. So, Father, help us today. Help our unbelief. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Would you help us, Lord? 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 Help our unbelief. Help us to see where we need to study. Show us in the word of God where we need to meditate. Show us in the word of God where we need to focus our attention in the season. Personally, I know we all go to church and I know we all, you know, come to the devotional prayer mornings with the Holy Spirit. Those are good. But there's that private time with the Lord where you need to get with him and reflect. Beloved, let me give you some motherly advice. You can't just keep running a million miles an hour and never stop to think about where you've been or where you're supposed to be going. Not even knowing really where you are. And that pertains to faith. It pertains to relationships. Father, help us. As we reset, as we continue to reset, to retool our minds, help us, Lord. Help our unbelief. Help us to see where we need to get stronger so that we can stand. If you will not believe, you surely will not last. If you will not believe, the Bible says, unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. So, Father, we thank you today that you are able to make us stand firm as we believe So help our unbelief and bring us forward, bring us higher. Give us a spiritual hunger for your word, for your spirit, for your gifts. Help us to discern those enemies of the faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, if you want to donate into the ministry, we're going to tell you in 30 seconds how to do that. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. That has all the different ways to give. Dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire is the cash app. Dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire is the cash app. Text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. <laughs> P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Guys, I love you so much. I hope to see you on Life Group tonight. Look for the email with the Zoom login if you're part of the ahop.online web church. Otherwise, I will see you on the other side. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. You have gifts. 
God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.